in the cabbage. Right, let's get it. Test, test, test. Yeah, we're live. Welcome to In the Cabbage. <laughs> this is crazy. This is pretty bananas right now <laughs> that we're actually doing this. I'm Tommy Sweat. Andrew Witt. Please subscribe. Please listen. Please download. Like. And just a reminder. Keep swinging. Welcome back to In the Cabbage. I'm your boy, T Swizzle. To my right or your left, Andrew Witt. What up, y'all? Hey, buddy. We are here again on my couch in uh, the corner, I would like to call it. It's like a corner. It's a cozy couch. little corner. It's, it's a corner it's a of the corner house. Right here, you know? It's, it's, it's nice. Corner. You always do it really well. We come over here late night and you always got a couple candles lit, really set in the mood. <laughs> you know, it, it's a special yeah. environment. I make some tea for you. In the cozy corner. Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, the tea is. I like the cozy corner. Oh, yeah, the cozy corner. Come, come in. Cozy <laughs> corner. I'll tell you what, I the love a candle, buddy. I am obsessed. My wife gets obsessed because she knows I love candles. And so it's just both of you guys just uh, bouncing off one another. Awful. Yeah. Every time she sees a candle, she, it's like she knows it's an excuse give to me, spend Give me, give me, give me. Right. <laughs> she knows it's like, oh, he's not going to say no to a candle. Right. So she's so hyped on it. Oh, we, dude. So true. Um, We're the same way. Love a candle lit. Probably one of the more underrated things. That just kind of flies on the radar, but I think it's catching a little bit of wind these days. I mean, it's great. It, Whenever I'm chilling at the place, candle lit oh or, yeah. diffu- or diffuser, something Some, like that. Is, something, something that like smells that. good when I'm watching a sports documentary with a like, grown man hitting each other in the face. Just a cozy <laughs> little candle just brings me through. Um, hey, bud. So how was your uh, weekend here? You know, um, Actually, you know what? F you. I'm going to start. Yeah, there we go. Okay, I'm going to start because yeah. I'm jazzed up. Okay. Um, I know you mentioned that you wanted uh, that you were heading over to a little slow weekend right. with the fam. Right, which is... Um, and that's always nice when you get a little time away with the family, you know, get to go get to hang out. So uh, yeah, right why, why don't we dive my, in a little bit? Yeah, right before I started my new job, which was great. Yeah, um, awesome. A little four-day weekend, um, a blast, dude. Um, Did you slow. take off on Thursday? We took off on Thursday, yeah. Okay, that's right. We came off Sunday. So, um, Madison went to a JC out there, um, and so she okay. it's like where she kind of would attribute her best years of college. It'd be like if we went back to Long Beach. Cool. She loves Oregon, but yeah. like it wasn't her favorite place in the whole world. She met her best friend there, which was awesome, but it wasn't her favorite, like... So that's city. cool. Have you been there in that city uh, with her, like back in that yeah. college town with her before? Yeah, like once or twice before. We went back for her 21st uh, when she turned 21 with all her friends out there. And we also went out there um, when we first started dating. I went and helped her move. Um, yeah, that's cool. So it's fun memories for both of us. It's such it's so, it's so, such a weird and amazing city. It's See, a- I've never been before, and I've heard great things. I know it's a little bit more relaxed, kind of like hanging back. Yeah, I, I think you said it's it's kind of like Santa Barbara, and I said yeah, but with like way, way, way less money. Yeah, it's like really by cool. the ocean, but it's like no one like there is a beach down there, and there's multiple, but they don't really they go there, but it's like a trip. It's like thirty minutes or thirty five minutes to get to it, which is I know ridiculous to say, but like. 
when you're born and raised in Orange County, like 15 minutes in any direction, you can hit a beach. Pretty much. You pretty um, much can. So, um, like, that's, I mean, 35 and, to 40 minutes. I would is say any anytime you're doing any sort of trip that is taking longer to get to than 30 to maybe 40 minutes, right. that's, that starts becoming. Oh, we're making this more of like an all day. I'm not thing. going to the beach unless it's out my front door, also. And you're just happening to just like stumble, stumble upon, upon it. it. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, look, a beach. Yeah, I, I don't ever, ever choose to Yeah, go you to never a beach. have been, never really will be, I don't think. No, I just don't. You don't really even like like the food. No. You know, like you're just not really a fish person. You know, you just like hate like just the sun. Like in general, yeah, just like just, I generally like, just want to be a, a proper city English boy and just unless, hang out. Unless and, you're playing on the golf course, of right. course. Yeah. Well, that's totally English to me, right? <laughs> like, I'll go do outdoor activities <laughs> if I can play golf. That is fair. Uh, um, that is fair. So it was just really fun. It's such a cool, it's a very, very much a college town. Um, so amazing bars. Um, you know, there's like. Little coffee shops in the corner. Everything's really close together and drivable. Does it feel more of like a mom and pop type city? Yeah, for sure. But also, you were—is it like a college city? Yeah. It okay, is. that's kind of cool. Where you get yeah. like a little bit of both. You get like yeah, kind of mom and pop. There's like there's families there, but they've been there for a while. Okay. Uh, you don't know many people like born and raised in Slow. Like at least I don't. Um, and it's just such a different vibe. And it's pretty much anything you possibly can want to do within, like, that driving distance, too, which is weird. That's cool. It sounds like a great spot for, like, a staycation, if you will, if you're, like, from our area. Yeah, because you can go, like, wineries. You can yeah. go play some golf. There's some cool restaurants. I wouldn't say, like, the food out there is, like, super stellar. Um, maybe I just don't know of any places yet because every time I went out there, I'm, like, just drinking. Truly, I'm yeah. just going to the college bars out there. That's fair. Well, With the I, college I, bars out there, I don't know if there's a better bar town for college bars. They gotta be in Florida and I Arizona. Was, I was gonna say we can go Midwest. Right. You can, but like, are you talking just like in our local area? Gotta like, be it, like it's in Cali, not even close maybe. to like Long Beach is blowing out of the water. These bars, these yeah, bars, I'm sure. These like there's multiple of them. There's like seven or eight really great bars. That's really cool. All in like the same and kind of like area. Dancing bars where they actually go and dance. See, that's cool. There's like you know like kind of divey shitty bars. There's like you a can tiki do bar. And you can right. also do like uh, how are the prices actually not too bad. Yeah. See, that's also a big thing as well. Like covers for the doors like three bucks and like a, like a cocktail is like eleven. See, that's huge. Anytime you're paying more than like fifteen for a cocktail, or it's getting to that range, it's tough. Yeah, it's tough to like to shell out that much cash for and a cocktail. I feel like I can drink bar cocktails until like my dick falls off. Yeah, like, <laughs> well, it's also because I think right. it's the atmosphere. Right, right. It's the energy is up. You're going. The cocktails are going back easy. It's a very social atmosphere. You're definitely not like a cocktail at home kind of person. I I am to like now if I'm pre gaming cocktails at home yeah before i was pre-gaming it was just how much of this plastic vodka do i have to drink until i can keep this buzz going so i don't have to drive a drink the whole time i'm at the bars yeah that and that's a brutal thing to do right because by the time you get in this uber it's a game of am i gonna throw up <laughs> you try to ride that line right. as close as, as possible as close as possible <laughs> and you drown out your sorrows with the loudest music possible yeah, so you because can, you're just acting a fool, in the right? Uber you're too. just hoping this Uber doesn't like smell. 
and also just kick you out, right. just like reject you, like you guys, smell like buddies. Plastic. It's 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 ten forty two. What right. are we doing right, right now? We're just stumbling. Uber's here. I like did a bunch <laughs> of zombies. <laughs> I didn't ask for this. this right. is the Uber driver. Could you imagine just picking up a bunch of Awful. Like, us running out of a house? Awful. Ruin my night. We would terrorize that those oh people. We terrorize those people. It Matt was, would like scream for an ox cord. Right. And, and like we would play the worst dubstep best dubstep you've ever heard in your life in college maybe it was hype maybe we made the dude's night highly doubtful i doubt it because right. i couldn't even like see straight <laughs> and you're just stumbling out of there because you're just trying to buy maybe one beer to hold the entire right. night right and you're like okay so I can buy like maybe a beer or two and that's like so iffy. how so having that lower price is huge because right. then you can buy like three maybe four right and it, it's tough still with like it's ten or eleven dollars, but you know if when, it's a six dollar beer, that's way better than a ten or eleven dollar beer. Yeah, we went to an awesome hike too. That was like Madison's favorite hike when she was. It's like a Montana, Montana de Oro is what it's called. Um, wow, it's, look at us remembering a name. <coughs> look at you, I, I buddy. Think I butchered it. <laughs> um, I, won't, I mean, I'm just gonna throw out names. I've now. never, I've never heard of it. It's a so hike it's, on the Pacific. So it's, so it's real. It's, like it's very, real to me. Yeah, it's very <laughs> traily. It's awesome. Um, no hills, just flat. It's a flat hike Love on the ocean. Love that. Like, is it really even considered a hike? It is. I'm in nature, and there's no mm. TV around for me to watch sports, so it's a mm. hike. It's a hike. A stroll? A stroll. A walk? A walk. A beach it, walk? I would say it's a stroll. This is an interesting thing we can like argue on. What classifies it as a hike? I think anytime I'm outside and I'm on any <laughs> anytime I'm on <laughs> an unpaved surface, right. it's a hike. <laughs> it's a hike to get here. It's a hike to get out. Boom! Debate settled. Um, Done. <laughs> and then it was my father-in-law's um, alumni game. They didn't play. They just go and they get celebrated. Yeah. Um, it was super cool to see them all as buddies. Like start, you know, giving them little jabs. Um, just because, you know, they're all like, it's like watching them, all your college friends come back and hang out. Like, you know, the jabs are flowing. Mm-hmm. He, um, sandbagged, uh, not on purpose, but like they were going to give him 30 something strokes. Wait, they played golf? They played golf when they were out there. Oh, Sorry. That's so really father-in-law cool. father-in-law played golf with a bunch of his buddies. Nice. And they my, gave him 30 uh, strokes. They were going to give him 30. But he's like, no, no, no. Hey, guys. Like, I know it's been a while since I played golf. I had a couple injuries. But, like, just give me 20. And, and I, still just I poops. started to laugh because I know what he's going to shoot. It's right. going to be mid-80s. Right. Comes the man out, doesn't miss. He comes out 85. <laughs> Hasn't picked the club up in a year. So he shot, like, a 68 against his buddy's net. I loved that. I was loved it. And yeah. He, and he was loving and he just, it, too. And he just pooped all over it. I think he won. He dominated that, and he lost one stroke. And they were all playing $50 cent, 50 cent bets. Okay, it's no big deal. That's so why, he that's won, pro- like, five that, bucks or That's something. probably why he didn't worry too much about, like, the no, whole handicap. No, I, I gave him a little hard time because I came up and asked him how the round went when right. I saw him at the baseball game with all his buddies. Sure. And I could tell he kind of wanted it, like, you know, hush-hush a bit. Because he didn't want to, like... Make it a big thing, right. of course. Right, until we got back to, the like, a campsite. We ended up going with him later, and he was like, oh, yeah, you know, I was... A f- they gave me, tried to give me 30, and I started to laugh. <laughs> and his uh, wife didn't hear the story. Like, you know, haven't heard that part of it yet. And she's like, honey, 30 strokes, like... <laughs> This man used to go see Butch Harmon, right? Like every other weekend. The man does not. 
We were touching on that last time, and yes, injuries, whatever. Right, he could pick up a you, club. You're, it's like with, almost basically riding a with bike. With one leg and one arm, and he could probably shoot mid-90s. Yeah, it's like, impressive. It's, um, the fact that they were even giving him 30 strokes, so and they're gonna sh- he's going to shoot a 115. Right. I mean, because I know your father-in-law. Right. I know what he shoots. Like, I know, I know what he's capable of. I've seen the swing. It's rock solid. It doesn't. It's, it's, not, it's also hereditary as well, because Madison's got it, too. <laughs> Madison's got a swing on her. I don't want to teach her how to play golf super well, because she'll just start pooping on you me. You can do a little co-ed tourneys. I think so. If I actually got her to a place where she wanted to, like, chip and putt. Totally. And if she would be wanting to do that competitively. Right. That's I feel like that's a big thing, but like but you know, she's it's got like, it's she's a got a swing on her. For she sure. does, um, she does. But yeah, then we went to a campsite like an hour south of Slow. That let me tell you, it was like an RV park. They had like two pools. They had a restaurant that had like cocktails. They had ice cream, pizza, homemade pizza. Like what do they not have? Like, Damn, they had dude! Huge airstreams. They had mini homes. They had like a wedding venue. It's like a huge RV park. That's really cool. Yeah, they had like tents. Like they already pitched, they call it the Safari Park area. Got you. We did a similar thing when we went to Joshua Tree a few years back. Katie and I went to one of those campsites, but no RVs. All well, they had like the two towers that we stayed in, but you know, tents that were already like made and everything. Right. So super it's cool. Like, it was, but I, it's I, sick that they're incorporating airliners and RVs. Right. So the the parent like the in laws have a airstream, so they parked it over there, and we cool. uh, went and visited them. I didn't know they had an airline. Yeah, or airstream, like I that. wish they had an airline. My God, could you imagine? <laughs> I wouldn't even be podcasting. I'd just no, be... we'd be making clips over at Pinehurst. Probably. Right. <laughs> I'm just hopping on my in-laws airline, um, airstream, and um, we kind of were wiped because we were drinking three or four nights in a row at that You're point. You're out in the sun. You're hanging right. out during the day. But it was so much fun. And let me tell you, if I was a kid and my family went there for three or four years. I would create a new life. <laughs> I would have a gang of friends instantly. Sure. Instantly. Because they on have the all the court. basketball hoops. Right. They got everything. Well, what else do they have there? Just basketball? Uh, uh, like a kid pool, a basketball oh, court. Nice. Like people are zipping around on bikes. Every, kids are zipping around on bikes. I would have had like, I would have fallen in love three times. I would have been ripping and roaring through that part. Can we give a little shout out to this slow camping site right now? Because I feel like those areas mm-hmm. are like that that's like a dinosaur thing. It's it's extinct. It doesn't exist. I thought so too, but it was slammed. And you go there and it's crazy. I haven't seen it in a while, so I'm now just right. p- putting myself in your shoes because seeing people playing pickup basketball and doing whatever hopscotch and playing like life bo- was happening. and like bocce, right? It was crazy. There's like people interacting. Bikes. Kids are running around screaming, and there's friends, and there's family, and there's laughing. There's campfires. There's music. Didn't know that existed. It was like I walked <laughs> into like what it felt like probably living in like a small community that actually cares who your neighbors are. That's again. cool. That's cool. And it was like all, and it's super safe. At least from what I felt, it was super safe because they're all families for the most part. And everyone's watching everyone. So that people aren't like, you know, kids aren't really right. unsupervised ever. Like, you know, and it was just, it was awesome. It was so funny. I would, I just imagined myself being like 13 or 10 again. And just like running around, all time. running around yeah. with the kids, you know, been like, wow, I would have been, 
a, I would have been a different person out here. But that's really cool, dude. I didn't get to play any golf on like you over here did, buddy. What, what, how was your weekend? Yeah, dude, weekend was great. It was actually a very similar situation. Um, like your father-in-law's, it was a little alumni night. It was. Uh, oh yeah, they call it call a little uh, LB legends. So shout out to the uh, Long Beach volleyball program. You didn't play, did you? Um, no, 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 no. I was just you know a casual uh, observer. Okay. <laughs> oh wait. I thought you were talking like yes. I was over at Long Beach State, played there. I thought you were talking like did no, I? no, no, no. <laughs> I thought you meant. I actually meant like there was there an alumni game. No, 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 no alumni game. Okay, my bad. That was my misunderstanding. Right. Um. No alumni game. It was just alumni night, just honoring, just right. like, just like. Um. Actually, I don't know how it was for your father-in-law. If there Same was, thing. okay, gotcha. No, just uh, just a match. They were playing USC. Um. Always great to see him take him down, and it's always great to see the boys. Um. Just really fun. Again, like like you were just touching on. Who was there? Um, you know, like all all the uh, all the guys. I would say um, the only guys that weren't um, that I'm like more close with. I would say um, Nick Model. Like I feel like couldn't make it. Matt Butler, Zach. I um, know there's like plenty of others, but like those are the guys that were Drew just made like it. close in my like circle. I guess immediate circle right now. Mm-hmm. So don't take any offense. People, please. Sorry please. if you're listening. Love you all. Okay. We're all friends. Uh, Drew was there. Yes. I, cru- I cruised over there with him. Um, it was fun, dude. Uh, it's always cool. We went on onto the court, got called out, got honored. We took a picture. It's just fun. It's just like a cool thing. Um, you know, it's just, it's such a big part of your life. And so to have some sort of alumni where like you go up, you get food, you get a beer, you get to hang out and catch up with the guys that you normally don't see all the time. That's gotta be so That cool. isn't like your day to day life or like, yeah. you know, your or like even like monthly, you know, you don't see these guys. Um, so I always look forward to seeing these guys like once a year, seeing what they're doing, how they're doing and, you know, what successes they're having and kind of listening in on what they find interesting as well, what they're doing. So right. um, it, it's really fun. They do a really good job of it. They have the sandbar, which is fantastic. I know when we were basically, well, when I was in college and playing and you were coming to the games, they didn't sell alcohol there. No. Different scenario today. Yeah. So the sandbar now you can buy drinks, you can hang out. Right. It's I used to feel so cool going to your games <laughs> when I was like, you know, in that's college. my buddy right there. I'm like, there's my all of my buddies yeah. are on that court. <laughs> I'm just gonna sit here and by myself and wait for people to be done so I can hang out with my friends again. But I'd always I always enjoyed it because you guys were good too. So it wasn't like I was going Stadium to was watch rocking. It wasn't like I was going to watch a bunch of boys not yeah. do well, but. It was always fun. It's shout out, shout out that twenty-seven year that was, or uh, sorry, twenty-seven, jeez, seventeen year. Um, that was really cool. We we put together some really good volleyball my senior year. Really set, did set a lot of like pretty cool records for most three set wins. You know, just um, most consecutive like home games one in a row. It's just like a really cool. Um, it's really tough to play in the pyramid as well. So, anyways, just a special night. Yeah. Really fun seeing all the boys and catching up. Um, and then grabbing a couple drinks afterwards as well. And then um actually it took a little bit. I didn't really have like that much going on this weekend besides that, because Katie was um doing her bachelorette party. So she's down in Mexico. Oh yeah, shout out Katie. She's living the life, looked like they're she's I actually gonna be coming back tomorrow here. Right. So she's been gone for quite some time. How bad a sunburn 
do you think she is on she's, one she's a little bit of a red lobster right. a little like, bit of a larry like lo- larry the lobster situation <laughs> i'm assuming <laughs> i can like only imagine how red be i would be cooked yeah uh, um, <laughs> she's gonna come back because you know that once the drinks flow oh you don't care yeah, you don't give two shits right. the about the sunscreen. Uh, the pink say, what sun? Right. They You're say, like, this, I'm, I'm made for the sun. Right. I am the sun. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, Enough they, sugar in those cocktails, you could do anything. Right, exactly. Like, you're already feeling warm oh. already from those things. Like, it's God. just the sugar rush. We used to, when in St. Martin, there was a um, bar, like a swim-up bar. Yeah. So you go down, they have happy hour. Just, uh, just a fantastic and thing. you would get like... God bless someone that's like, you know what? You know what's awesome? A pool. You know what's even better? And like we could just take this up ten notches. Right, Let's put, put a bar in the middle of that it's bitch. A shi- <laughs> it's a shitty swim up bar though, like real trashy. But Who it's cares? still sick. You don't have to get out of the pool. You're hanging out, right? So when happy hour hit, which I never was in the pool long enough for that, I would come down from the um, from the room to yeah. go hit the pool bar, and it was like buy one get one eight dollar pina coladas. Or something. And you're like, oh, daddy's here. <laughs> yeah, knock, knock. <laughs> <laughs> Strawberry daiquiri, please. Um, it was. They were pretty good, too. It was full of sugar. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, so then so I also know you played. So she was, uh, yes, I was playing a little golf. Oh, but yeah. she was out of town. So I didn't really have a lot of plans going on. And then out of nowhere, um, a buddy hits me up, Devin. And he's like, yo, we got a four-man scramble. Love. Hop in here. Let's go. Let's run it. I'm like, okay. All right. What do we got? And he's like, one thing, though. It's out in Corona. I'm like, oh, boy. Tea time? 8 a.m. Oh, man. Oh, man. (laughs) That's Saturday morning. But you know what, though? Waking up on four hours of sleep like you did for your Vegas trip last weekend, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, because it's really not that big of a deal. I don't know what it is. Like, unless you are violently hungover and, like, you have a migraine throwing up. Okay, that's tough to rally. But I'm just talking about just, like, shaking off a little bit of no sleep. Right. And let's call it six to eight drinks or something like that. Yeah. Not that bad. Like, there are... That's the one thing I'm like, okay, I can definitely do this. Then you get on the green, you see the guys, and you're like, okay, thank God I woke up. We're here, and we're fine. Like, we're playing golf. You rally through it. We're having fun. Yeah, exactly. the swing wasn't feeling crispy if you were It wasn't, and it's also in Corona 8 a.m., and so it gets a little nippy over there in the morning. And we know how you play in the cold. It's rough, dude. And, like, I... Again, have my classic four layers on. I my pants, right? Obviously, nothing underneath mm-hmm. those. Like sometimes I do go compression sh- like pants. You go pants, pants. Yeah, like you know, like the compression pants. Yeah, and then those you are go, shorts. But tights, like compression tights. Oh my god! So you go pant, pant. Yeah, you wear I'll do two that. pants and two shirts for four, 50 degree weather. Yeah, dude. Oh yeah. I, I mean, can't believe you didn't know that. Uh, is, are you ri- shocked? This is ridiculous. Are pants? you shocked? I thought pants. It's shirt, not like shirt. I'm going like that's not like I'm doing sweats and pants. Like they're compression tights. Yeah. Like all like the athletic ones. Okay. But still. And then I'm pants, going pants, pants over the top. You might as well just throw on some like long, long johns. johns <laughs> and call it a day. <laughs> I mean, my God, man. Uh, so so cold. Then I, yeah, so then I, you know, it's a little cold. It's like forty. <laughs> five or something like that like right. it's, it's kind of cold like dude right. it's like freezing okay well i'm a little dehydrated and you know hung blah over. blah blah hung over not you feeling that great this is what i was what was really funny so like uh this is what i was gonna tell you but i held back is that Devin, a uh, little bit of a listener to the uh podcast and shout, was listening. Out mm-hmm. shout out dev dude um and thanks for the invite bud 
Um, listen to our prior episode about worst hated entree foods for breakfast items. And he made a joke, and he came out of the clubhouse. We're saying what's up, and he was like, "Dude, you're never gonna guess what's inside. They have complimentary coffee and donuts." <laughs> That's so funny. Shout out to my number one most hated item for breakfast. So bad. Dude. And he, I mean, you're a big fan, but like when I'm coming there at seven fifteen and hungover. Again, for me, personally, last thing I want is a donut. I probably wouldn't grab it. I'd probably ask for a breakfast burrito. But, if, uh, I, but that's I the can, only thing that was complimentary at, at the course. Then I'm grabbing it. Passed it. Passed, passed it? Passed right up on that. Yeah, you're like, okay, let me go ahead and get an egg white omelet with spinach. <laughs> but you know what, though? If I... No, no, no. I would have passed on it, even if I didn't eat anything. But I did have a uh, little Spam fried rice with some shrimp and broccoli. And like you had me on the spam fried rice, and you said shrimp and broccoli. Uh, it and was it was for an entree for dinner. Okay, and it was just leftover. Right. So like the shrimp's not the go-to in the morning, but mm. spam fried rice I had like locked and loaded with some peas and some onions and some broccoli. Pretty fire. Oh, I bet it hit. It was, dude. It was. It's. It revived yeah, me. That I and bet. a double espresso on the way over oh, there. Oh yeah. yeah. Now you're now you're swinging. Now we're cooking. So, but uh, yeah, pass right up on that breakfast. Right. Because it was donuts. Oh. The it's worst. So funny. Don't even. It's not even complimentary for me. I hope one day we get sponsored by a donut brand. And I'm gonna make you redo the ad rates. Like the most delectable donuts. Everyone loves these donuts. Mm-mm, I love donuts. And then it's a little, little video take for me, just taking a big old hunk right. of a jelly filled donut. <laughs> not jelly. <I'll> make you <laughs> do, I make you do chocolate on chocolate or something. No, yeah. no please don't. Um, but uh, it was cool, dude. I love. Um, we did. As a whole, pretty good. Um, I would say we came out of the gates pretty on fire. Like we were four under through five. Oh, you thinking you're gonna have your day? Here. I'm thinking like, dude, we can we can like potentially win this. It's a very right. small tournament. The I don't know the the people that were there didn't look like it was like it was just like more of like an a, like a fundraiser like and you know just right. for fun. There was a lot of like younger players, whatever. They were all like having all dressed up in sunglasses and just like they're there for a good time. Like oh, totally. we can, like if we're we can string a few shots together here and a score, we, we can, might have a chance to like get go some, home as else. We, yeah, we might like you know capture a little gift basket at the end. You never know what they're handing out, right? Um, but then we quickly cooled off. Oh, no. After, and we're just riding really hard on that par train, dude. Ten in a row, which is tough. For, um, for, for a four-man four man scramble, scramble yeah. rough. Um, rough. I the, the emotions were on cloud nine. Love a four-man scramble. Haven't done it in a long time. A lot of fun. Did it with two guys I actually met, like, that day. Super cool guys. Um, and the vibes were really high because it felt like we were just like paired up and we're on a team where they were invested and it was exactly what you want right? out of like two golfers that you don't know. If you're getting paired up with another two, you're right, and you go in with the buddy, you really hope that the other two guys are like there to like Even play. if you're not swinging the club well, it doesn't matter. Just bring the vibe. Bring the vibe. It's right. a team event. Right. Bring the reads. Reads right. and putts. Throw out some high fives. God, I'm playing like dog shit. That was a that was way to pick us up. Right. Something along then, those lines. Then you're at least a part of the group. But if you're mopey, I I am like isolating you at that point. Right. Like, if you're I want mopey nothing to do with you. And you're not like a rah rah team guy. I don't want to be in a scramble with you. Yeah. Because I need rah rah team guys. You need that in a scramble because golf 
Not easy. There's no. a lot of bad shots in golf. Right. So Especially it's a four-man scramble. You're going to have them all the time. You're not going to make, even if you think you're going to make the 15-footer and you got four looks at it, theoretically you should look like, you know, have a good chance of making it. But sometimes you just don't hit the 15-footer because it's, right. it's just difficult. Right. Who's and, playing last? Uh, we were bouncing around quite a bit. Um, I think that's the issue. We were bouncing around quite a bit. It was a little random. It, it was it was very relaxed. So we chose to go more of a relaxed route. Uh, we didn't really have. We, there was one guy that hit four on off every tee because he didn't just didn't have woods with him or didn't like him, didn't feel comfortable hit him. So he was just always the first one to go. Uh, we got the putting order a little bit later, but I just it just didn't help. Who was once it had the putting order? Who was it? I think I was like I was either third or fourth. That's like after, you should be. Yeah, Devin fourth. Um, yeah, sometimes you'd go second. He's just a very fast player of golf. He doesn't do Devin a practice. Does, Devin does not mess around. That no. man runs up and puts it down. Shout out to it. the guys on the golf course that don't take any practice swings and just get up there and yeet the ball down there. <laughs> yeah, Devin's definitely a It's get, crazy. Gets he just, the ball and yeets it. He's just like, oh, I'm up, puts the ball down, and just like doesn't even like really visualize what he's trying to do and just gets up there and just does it. He's right. just really good at just kind of feeling out. He's also like... Um, I feel like he's pretty experienced in this kind of stuff. But also he was mentioning that he was also doing some testing for Fujikura, doing some shaft testing. Yeah. Which is really dope. Really cool. You think he's a buddy who works there? Oh, unreal. I mean. I would talk about a dream talk, sponsor. Talk, talk about a couple of boys. Uh, if you're looking for some willing, able, and right. um, a decent array of shot selection. Right. Some <laughs> high, high erratic swing speeds. Exactly. Right. And seeing how you're testing for stability-wise, I'm your guy. Testing for guys that are a little bit struggle with maybe uh, a high right shot, which Slicing. is a, which is a very common shot shape for the common golfer. Yeah, be me, be your boy. That would be uh, our guy T Swizzle over here. Yeah, so T Swizzle. Um, I don't know if it ever is going to make it out over there, but you, you know, know we'll you never it. you never know. You never know. Fujikor, shot for me. <laughs> Um, so it was so. really cool. I would love to dabble in something like that. It Did sounded like it was a really have the swing a bit. Oh, and then me personally, I was yeah. playing. I thought I played really well, and it was fantastic to see. I've been shooting in just like you know mid nineties, high eighties a lot, Which a is lot. Not Sorry, not mid nineties, just high eighties a lot. Not like you anymore. And um, yeah, I feel like if I'm ever shooting above eighty five, I can really feel it. And that's just not that's not really like a which is a great place to be. Yeah, it's 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 nice and it's so certainly I a shooting step 90, up. I can feel it now. Mm-hmm. I'm like which Ooh. is cool. Like I uh, like I shouldn't be I should be playing better. That's than a, that. I think that's the best sign to like gauge how you're doing or like your feel for your game mm-hmm. and like you're getting better. It's like, you know, you're every single time, you know, now I'm breaking 100. You know, if I'm over 100, bad day. Real bad day. Right. I'm just saying, like a few years back, like right. those are kind of like the pe- like the pecking order, kind right? Of. Like, oh, you I'm always breaking a hundred, and then when you do a hundred, you're like, yeah. okay, oh, that's not a that's right. a bad day. I'm bad always showing. breaking ninety. When you don't, you go you're like uh, ninety two. Like, oh, I felt that. Right, and then you get scared when you start breaking eighty five. Often, you're like, well, now I'm playing golf. Some would, eh, some would say uh, maybe yeah. a little bit. <laughs> I would say if you shoot below eighty five, you're probably playing pretty well. Yeah, I would consider even. um, I would say if you're under a hundred, like legitimately, I think you're a good golfer. Yeah, I would like. I mean, any level I would love to play with. I don't really care, but breaking a hundred, at least they um, start getting the flow of the game a bit better. Yeah, totally. So yeah, um, obviously I don't know what I what I shot, um, 
But as a whole, like I, the driver took a little while for me to warm up. But, you know, I really want to touch on this a little bit because I felt like I hit so many flush golf shots off the driver, off all my irons, even my, like, four iron. We had a shot that was... Your four iron's impossible to hit dude, for you. 220 into the wind. And I, like, put it on the back, like, just past the green. Like, what? flushed it, dude. Like a 235 four iron. Uh, was everyone losing it? I mean, it was like a most ridiculous green you ever did see. Three tiers, and it's on, like, the top corner. And I, like, missed the pin, like, 20 feet right, but just passed, like, off the back. It's like, Whoa. dude, that was a great shot. Like, just Does a low draw. Eagle? Just No, it was a par three, actually. It was a brutal par three. That's ridiculous. Yeah, it was tough. And so it was like a challenge hole where, like, you could do, like, a raffle or whatever. Like, if you hit the green, then you win. Because it's just, it's just a, it's right. a, it's a, a monster. feat. It's a feat to hit it from there. Um, I feel like you hit the green. I mean, I missed the green, but it was still a really good shot. Mm-hmm. Um, you're hitting the green, like, 30% of the time. If you know, lucky. right? Right? Yeah, I mean, the green is long. Okay. But it's kind of narrowish. Uh, but you're still the winds like two. That's to the pin. So like okay. you, if you wanted to aim towards the middle, you'd play a two ten shot probably, okay, or, so or, or or two twenty shot. Yeah, so I would say that's thirty percent of the time. Yeah, that's, that's so still rough. Thirty percent of the time from the green. So anyways, um, I was hitting the ball really well. Wedges, good distance. I hit a lot of greens and reg. I felt like I had a lot of control of the start line. And I felt like I was rotating through the ball really well and getting a lot of ball than turf and even ball than turf with like my six iron ball than turf with like four and five iron a little bit, like getting it down there and even like hybrid, dude, not, like not just picking it clean, like getting ball, scraping, brushing turf after I'm like, dude, I'm flushing some golf balls right now. I it's, can't wait to watch this. We're it is great. It up right before the bachelor party. Aren't it's you? great. And like I needed that in the worst way because my game was so erratic and I was going through a little bit of swing change. And I want to kind of touch on this a little bit because I showed you a video. Right. Shout out Mount Crossfield. Um, he's my guy that I always watch on YouTube. If you guys want to watch and get a little bit more in depth and just kind of. I will have to warn people. He's and very, very technical. Very technical. So I will have to warn people. You got to watch. You can't just give up on it. So if you're committed to it, and you want to watch a guy that's very that breaks down and thinks about the swing a little differently. And he's got the pressure plates and he's got the capture of like you know he does more of like the physiology and movements and weight pressures and how turnings and how you're. If you want to be mathematical about golf and you're into that type of stuff. Yeah, that's your guy. That's your guy. That's your guy for sure. If you want like some feel, you gotta go somewhere else. And also like analyzing and breakdown a lot. He does like a couple of breakdowns and, and he's really really fun. I, mm-hmm. I really enjoy him. Um, but sometimes it doesn't resonate for a lot of people. But right. if that's you, great because I um, I watch a lot of his videos. But sometimes it's very tough to kind of calculate and figure out how to do it yourself. Um, and it was it wasn't until actually he did the John Rom break swing breakdown visualization where he was like dissecting his swing and he did it right after a pressure plates uh video where he was talking about you know like strike how to clean it up how to push through the ground where to like transfer your weight horizontally vertically in different parts of the swing and then visually seeing that in john basically in a nutshell nerd shit I'm going a little bit too deep for not. <laughs> <laughs> that's my bad. I'm going a little bit too deep here, but I guess it just not too deep. I think I, I think I think it's great because I think people really resonate with that. Um, 
math like if you're like there's people like obviously he has an audience there's people out there who really really enjoy that stuff i just sometimes it gets so crazy for me you gotta find you gotta you gotta find the nuggets that are in there right and that shoulder to shoulder swing video was awesome i haven't that's pretty cool it's a good feel anyways it's good stuff but in a nutshell what made it click for me um which is why i thought i was hitting a lot of golf balls really well was how quickly the pros get their weight off the right foot, if this is for right-handed players, off the right foot, back to the target, onto their left, before they even finish the backswing, and getting the stretch, and then so they can clear the hip and rotate, and you're getting ball and turf, and then getting your right shoulder, just throw, just chuck that thing down at the ball. Right. Like, Mito Pereira, that that thing. Like, that's what it should feel like. <coughs> right. It doesn't all, it's not going to look like that, because you're probably not... To the everyday amateur golfer, you're probably getting just a skosh, a side bend. Um, and that just cleans up a lot of the strikes, even with the driver. It was pretty cool. So that was fun. I think that was the big click, and that was the fun part of the weekend. Uh, shout out the boys that we were um, playing with because it wasn't the prettiest golf, but it's still really fun to get back in that four man scramble back in the side. A little bit more competition. I love it. And it's also really nice to hit a, hit some good golf um, hit some good golf shots. It was just it wasn't a, it was a bummer because we had a lot of putts from eighteen feet that just weren't going in. You know what are you gonna do? Happens. Yeah, so they don't drop. So um, yeah, dude, that was a fun little uh, Saturday round, and of course I was just gassed afterwards. So then I just kicked it, and uh, that was kind of like my uh, my day. And then just like watched a little uh, Clippers game. Um, they suck. Can't can't. Can't say I love what's going on over there. And sorry, they suck. Clark, I can't Clark. wait for them to get their own stadium. Sorry, man. sorry, Clippers fans. I am not uh, sorry to all Clippers fans. Get your own stadium. <laughs> right? You're working on it. You're working on your own stadium. You know, how about the Lakers get our own stadium and we just go move away from crypto.com and we just go get a brand new yeah, they keep, big dog stadium? Keep crypto. Yeah. <laughs> you know, no, no. Crypto's ours. That's our stadium. Um, so, yeah, dude, that was kind of the, uh, that was it. Yeah, that was kind awesome, of man. that was kind of the weekend. It we was had just some pretty crazy s- days today, Monday following. Yeah, too. I know. That's why weekends. That's why I wanted to touch on because mm-hmm. you actually finished up your job. It was kind of a fun weekend for you. Yeah, finishing the last I, job, I, little celebration. Yeah, starting this job, dude. So a little public information now we can kind of share. Um, I put my two weeks in at my old company, First American Title, where I've been working for six years. I love the people there. The people within First American are great. That company, in all sense of the word, not a fan. <laughs> I can, I can, I yeah. could have been worse. I could be meaner, but it really did give me an opportunity as a young man to like work and go to college and the possibility of making yeah. lots and lots of money at a very young age. It just never hit the right stride for me at yeah. any point in my career, and it was a little bit soul sucking for me. It Sometimes was, a lot of jobs are, are kind of like that, truthfully, sure. right? Like, it's it's kind of one of those things we where... Did, we're going to dive a bit more into that, um, but I started my new job. I'm not going to give up the name or the people, but I'll give you a brief, you know, it was awesome. It's a sales job. It's a Which is super sales cool, dude. I, I could not be any more fired up that you're doing that because this is something that you wanted to do for a while now. Because the job that you had at First American, which again, not it's not for you, it's like not for you, not not my type of job, right? Because but you're, it sucked because you're not getting in front of people, which is who you are, right? I sat behind a desk and pushed paper. I can hardly speak English, and they <laughs> wanted me to write and push paper. 
Um, it's tough. Time. So that maybe, so that's not you. So anyway, so now this sales job is right up your alley, right? And it sounds like it's a really good, like, good thing. It's and I'm fired IT, up for it's you. It's IT consulting. Um, so I'll be doing like I'm meeting up with managers of companies and see their like IT needs. Essentially, it's a classic sales job. Lots of calling, lots of looking up people, lots of contacts. Um, it's back in Laguna Hills, which is crazy, right back at the hometown. Go Hawks, so, baby. Go Hawks. Soar above the rest, baby. <laughs> um, and, yeah, man, it was just really fun to kind of break away from this uh, job. That's first a little American, bit. It's a little was, mundane. It's a little mundane. Right. Like, I'm supposed to get up and shake hands and meet people. And, and it's so funny because there's other people in this world who are like, dude, I would never want to do that. But I would much rather get up from behind my desk and meet people than write 500 emails and track every single one of what I was doing. And push papers. And, and process, push papers. And process, I, I would rather like be on the risk of losing my job because I'm not closing enough than like the risk of losing my job because I'm not processing fast enough. Sure. That's that's where I'm. I'd rather bet on myself and make more money that way too. Sure. Um, it's yeah, very, man, it it's was, very valid. It's very it was, valid. It's a little it was, riskier, but it puts you in a, yeah. in a place that you want to be successful or, you know, learn and grow to be successful. Yeah, man. It was um it was pretty great. And I know like um there's a lot of uncertainty with new jobs and stuff like that, but like just getting in there and um doing first American for so long, um, it being in that Fortune one hundred company and the way it's built, like going to a corporation that maybe doesn't as like prestigious, quote unquote, like isn't a Fortune one hundred company yet. Um, I bring like an instant amount of like corporate knowledge to something, which is like I found so useful today. Like sure. I was able to like navigate through the ease of starting. I was able to av- navigate like HR and like tech solutions and saying of my monitors and like. I was like instantly in there rolling where there were some other people who had like a bit of a struggle because maybe like their desk wasn't set up yet or they couldn't log in or yada, 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 where I felt like I was able to like sit down and immediately kind of like get comfortable. It's like you're kind of speaking a language and you've already been speaking it. So you just you just kind of do your thing right. and you so just that set was everything like, up. Pretty, that was pretty nice. So I was all like nervous, like, oh, no, I'm not going to know what to do. And I sat down. And it was just like, oh, I'm riding a bike. Right. Um, but cool. yeah, man, I know you played more golf today, though. Yeah, yeah, more golf today, my man. I did, I did, Love and it's fantastic. That. I literally went from no plans, uh, and then I was working this uh, quote unquote working the uh, golf tournament. But I was working a spot, needed to fill it in. Needed yeah, you're a spot. working a uh, charity and, uh, tournament. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, shout out, fresh start. Um, it is my aunt Sherry's. Um, I don't, it's it's a non-profit organization. It's just really cool. It's just really I just What's love the non-profit I do? love what they stand for. Basically it's um non-profit like surgical repairs. Mm-hmm. And it is surgical repairs for um for younger kids that don't have the means. Yeah, exactly. Don't have the means to get those surgeries and hence the term fresh start. What type they, of surgeries they, they give getting? to their uh, to their lives, and they'll do. Um, this is where I'm, I'm not as. I think it's cliff. Yeah, cleft lip. lips. Um, and I don't. Again, is medical. It's. I think it's medical. So I think right. it's like you know, 
um, hearing. Right. You know, any Ears. any like skin issues. Right. Um, it's a super cool, super cool charity. Really awesome. Yeah. Show, show. And, um, you know, Sherry and Bob invited me on down there. Oh, yeah. Big Bob. Really cool. I mean, it's just an awesome event. Played some, played over at Morgan Run, which was their club, um, which is like their country club. Mm-hmm. Always fantastic to go back down there. If you guys were listening to that first initial episode, that's where I grew up playing. That's really where like I truly fell in love with the game. So it's just always special to go back to that place. How cool to see it like grow over the years. They redid like the restaurant, but for the most part, the bare bones, everything is exactly the same, which is exactly what you want to see. So cool. It's just like a really cool place. It just stands the test of time. Um, The course was actually playing really well, and I was shocked because of how much rain they've been getting. Right. Um, The range was completely closed, though, because it was underwater, not like it was flooded. It was like legitimately like... (laughs) underwater it was crazy crazy however the course was in phenomenal condition hardly soupy at all the greens were firm and they were pretty fast like it it was like you better be throwing like a pitching wedge in there or you're not sticking it wow yeah it was pretty impressive for san diego too because it usually is soupy down there yeah because you don't get the same amount of sun so the drainage was great i think it has a lot to do with the fact that like um greens are slightly elevated so right, there's like run turtleback, exactly. They don't have a lot of those, but they're just slightly elevated, or there's like okay. drop offs in some areas. They're not just it's not just a straight elevation. There's a couple of those, um, but what a cool event, dude! Ate some bomb food, met some great people. It's just a really fun Who, uh, environment. What was one of the celebrities you met there? Um, shout out Alfonso. Oh um, yeah, from Fresh Prince. Yeah, you know Fresh Prince, does man. The, does the, the Carlton the, the dance. Car- dude? Just the man is all time. Was he cool? What a cool guy! I've actually, um, yeah, I've had like dinner with him, like Thanksgiving dinner with him once. That's <laughs> so funny. And then that's he's the not other- married or anything. Uh, that I don't know. I'm not going to comment on that. I'm not sure. Maybe okay. maybe they're out of town. I'm not sure. Again, wait. Yeah, he's married. I think yeah, he also has again, dude. I, this is who cares. You're, you're Anyways, trying to fact check me here, but move on. He was what cool. A, what a great guy, because you know you can meet these celebrities, and you never know what you're gonna get. Right. You, like they're there to play golf and hang with their buddies, and they only said yes because, you know, they wanted to golf with their buddies, and this is a cool event, and like you know they can afford it. So this was like a fundraiser event, charity event. And so he did an unbelievable job, like going around talking to all the groups, making sure everyone felt super welcomed. And he's hosting the whole, excuse me, he's hosting the whole uh, speech and events and the dinner. And, you know, he's doing he's putting that on with Sherry and, uh, you know, just stepping up and just doing something that he believes in. And that's really cool. And so um, that's fantastic to see. So just shout out that event and shout out the uh, the the nonprofit because it's just a really cool, um, meaningful how? thing. And dude, again, played really well. Oh, played really back well, to dude. back. I hope played, it starts slowing down. For played the really well, though. dude. I, again, I think it's just that little swing tip. So just you know, I think you can learn those nuggets on YouTube. And, and it's um, warm. Yeah, and it was warm today, and I'm like, yeah, that just frees up the that just frees me. Frees the back up a bit. It really does. Even it was it was a little stiff. It's still just warm, and it's it's fun. It was cool. They had a, you know, a bunch of really good food, drinks every like three Mm -hmm. holes. 
Um, and I played really well. It had a great group. Drinks every three holes. Um, yeah, it's just beers. There's like beers just like floating around. Like I'm talking like wood fired pizzas out of like a fire engine. Like fish tacos. Like Crack Shack was there. Whoa. You know, Did you like, have yourself a day? Oh, I had myself a day. There's whiskey tastings. There's tequila tastings. There, dude, there's like a 500 or sorry, a 400 and like 20 yard, 30 yard par four. And we don't even have to hit our drives because they've got a cannon there to shoot our golf ball onto the green for us, which was I've never seen before, which was awesome <laughs> because a cannon shot a golf ball dude, onto the green for you guys. And the dude's there and he's like lining us all up and like he's getting rowdy with us and we. Dude, we're sending this golf ball into space. <laughs> it is ridiculous. The thing is like knuckling all over the place. It's going nuts. <laughs> and then like you'll calculate to land on the green, though. He's like sets it to a certain psi. It's like a potato launcher, and he just <laughs> launches this thing out there. And then he's even got a spotter. They got walkie talkies. Because it's, it's far, dude. It's like 440, and you just can't see. I don't know right. the exact, but it's far, dude. You can't right. see. And then th- those that's our, that's our drive. Because thank goodness, because we were teeing off from the back back tees. And they had it set up, and it was playing like 20 miles an hour into the wind. I'm like, oh, we're looking possible. at like a 520-yard hole here. This is <laughs> right. going to be <laughs> just possible. devastating you for gotta, us. You got to tune that back up. Who are you playing with on your team? Um, Really cool play with Michael Allen. Um. Who's that? Uh, oh, boy. Oh, no. Marcus Allen. Marcus Allen. From the Raiders. Yes. All-time running back. And I'm just going to shoot myself in the foot if I just don't, if, I, if I'm if i not right there. Okay. Um, but it was his brother, so Michael Allen, that I played with. Oh, so his brother was his playing. His brother was playing with okay. us. And um, then it was Sherry, and then it was two of her friends. Two of her friends. Mm-hmm. Two of her friends. So you that have, were that were ladies. So we had three gals. Didn't have much of a group. And uh and two of us. And also, I mean, shout out Sherry. She hit the ball great today. I bet you Sherry was a baller. Uh she doesn't even have I mean, she's dealing with a little bit of like a like a little bit of like an eye situation going on. So like I mm. thought she hit the ball great today for what, awesome. she, what, she, what she was going through and adversity and stuff. Great to see her out there. Always fun to uh run it back with her. Um, but yeah, I would say it was an overall successful day given the play that we had we were certainly out there for more fun let's call it it was more fun than anything uh, because the winning score was like 18 under dude that's crazy yeah i guess if you have five really good players that are like inside of a 10 handicap and you get five guys right you know you're you're thinking that you could probably like eagle twice as well hopefully there's a couple mulligans how was the potato gun where'd you guys get landed on it was really cool we were like 30 or 40 feet right of the pin it was our like best one okay. and we're like going in and like we're also like shooting it he's not like doing it for us he's like lining us up it was really fun oh man yeah. how was yours where'd yours land oh dude honestly terrible they like knuckled way left and knuckled way right it's just it's just chance you know that's unfortunate it's okay but it's still it's just a fun concept and then we just tapped in for birdie essentially we just like bar- i barely missed the eagle putt by like an inch oh. dude it was so devastating. Oh. Um, but, yeah, just tapping in for bird. It's always fun. So, yeah, we finished at seven under. We could have been eight. We bogeyed the last. I don't know what happened. We, we just did not string a couple good shots together. It was rough. Um, 
But yeah, finished seven under. A lot of fun. Awesome. Really cool event. And um, it was really, really fun. So Good networking stuff out there. Really good networking stuff. And uh, that was the whole thing as well. Thanks for reminding me. Because um, I actually went down there on Sunday night. So yesterday. Mm-hmm. And uh, did the whole networking, grabbing drinks. You know, um, they invited me down there real quick. It was awesome because I got to spend the night, wake up, just go play golf. Already down in the area. But, um, yeah, the drinks were, um, you know, I always look forward to something like that, too. Right. It's something, especially an event that carries a little bit more of a, I would say, like, of a, you know, more head honcho type people yeah, you're like, like you're leaning more like this guy like you know golf charity events bring out some big wigs there we go that's a good way of putting it dude right thank you yeah that's fan- that's a great way of putting it because there's a there's a few heavy hitters there and it's also you know a donation event and right you know, so fundraiser. flying around you're hoping to meet somebody big who maybe might be able to help you out right? and also i mean like also like my aunt is running the thing right so that's like a great end and it's like, oh, come talk to so and so. Oh, cut like, hey, like my nephew's right. here. Blah blah blah. And it was awesome. I got to like, you know, hang out and meet some of these really cool people. But I also, I figure like I just like really struggle with this though too, because I feel like, and again, I feel like I just want to be a little bit more vulnerable in this situation because I struggle with it because I feel like I do really well, and people tell me that they really like me. But I don't know if that actually means anything because I don't see anything from it. From it. And yeah. I, that's something I really struggle with. And it's like, are it's they just really saying that because they want right. to be nice? Am I blowing it and I'm not asking the right questions? Mm-hmm. And they don't think that I'm interested or they think that I might not be a perfect fit in their eyes. So it's just, and it's tough because it's one of those things that you never get feedback on because it's just a very casual encounter yeah it, ma- you it know? makes you question like is it me it's like talking to a pretty girl at a bar and you're she's like showing interest but at the end of the night they just walk away and you're like that like exactly what could it. what could i have done differently to like make this person take me home sure right like you know i do i have to be six eight like you know do i have to have a six pack you know you gotta think did I just bring up all of the wrong topics? Right, was she just not my ex too was much? She, was, she, was she just not interested, or was they not interested in what I was having to say because I was just choosing to talk about the things that I liked, and I just they we didn't have anything in common? Was I too dull? Whatever. I mean, like right. it, there's just so many options, and you just don't know. And at the same time, I feel like at this point, it would be fun to get some return off of that, was or Sherry even next like to you. No, not all the time. No. No, I would say never because she's doing her own thing. And like I was talking to my cousin a little bit, but I was talking to just a few people here and there. Um, this, But this is more about just, you know, you're meeting people all the time and interacting. And, you know, I guess it's more of just a heightened such situation. Right. It kind of maybe, you know, spurred this thought process a little bit. But, you know, at some point, I really do think it just boils down to just like me. And it just feels like I maybe don't have like that that get or that grab like i'm just like nice and just like like that you know i get what what you're saying i don't think it's you i think it's a bad portrayal of what people think business is i think 
we've been told like well it's like a fairy tale for a woman that like a man's gonna whisk them away into like happiness i think maybe people like me who love business and are in business dream of this like scenario where i'm gonna go to like some drinks of course and the cfo is gonna talk to me and give a shit enough you're like this is my guy i'm sure it happens i'm sure it happens to people but that's like a shooting star i'm assuming yeah you, you're walking you're walking into the next big movie star like that's right. kind of like in their eyes and you're like how many of those are in the world right okay, you walk a in and there's a cfo who's like super interested in you of a huge company he wants you to be like he wants to be a part of the company. He's fast tracking you. Like that, that stuff rarely happens. And I think we get in this place where we think, okay, well, I'm doing enough of these events now. And no return has happened from it. And you start to blame yourself. Where, like, I think you got to think it's, it's all reps. For sure. That's a great way of putting it. It's all reps because it. maybe these aren't things that matter. Like, not matter. Maybe this isn't the event that it works out. But you gain these reps in for something that might become, that works out in that way. Yeah. I, I like I the way you're thinking of that. Because, again, I, I heard the same comment that you hear all the time. And it's like, you know, you're young. Don't worry about it. This and that, you know? And I'm just like... That's not the advice you want to hear, And it's though. like, yeah, it's like, yes. Like, okay, like, I am young, but, like, like at some point, I'm not going to be young anymore. And it's like, is that just because I'm just no, going to fall onto this job? Like, it, because I'm 37 now, I just get right. the job? I should just get the job because I'm qualified. So that, to me, also doesn't make sense. So, like, that's another... I get it. Reps is a great way of putting it because we are on the younger side and I think that's why you getting a job in a sales position is so big because that's reps and then that's the title and that is the account manager position as well. Right. And that just looks really good on the resume. And then that brings a little bit more to the table and gives you a better starting point while you're getting more reps in that field. I think. So I understand yeah. the youth. I understand that. But at the same but, way, I don't because, like, you know what? You don't want your company full of dinosaurs. Why not give a, a person a shot who's out of college and who's begging to be filtered and begging to work to make money? And these companies, I feel And I'm like, telling you what, you don't need to make a ton of money. It's more about you just getting your foot be, in the door. You know how happy you'd be if someone just threw you a bone and started you off at, like, 90 or 80 that would be, like, be you know how much harder a 20 something year old would work if you're like you know what we're going to invest in you we're going to start you off at 80 you're not going to get a raise for a year we're going to keep you at 80 and then we can see if you do x y and z in this position and you succeed then right. we will compensate progress bonus in a, whatever in a situation that will benefit both of us I and know. that would be like all time all time. Like, you would never find that. They always start you at the lowest dollar amount possible. And then they just feed you the wolves and hope you just are becoming a star. Right. It's like they're trying to uh, do 300. Like, you're born with a defect. They just throw you over the cliff. Oh. It's um, it's rough. And it's only getting rougher, I feel like. 
um, in many areas, but not in some areas, which is weird, right? Like tech right now is huge. So I kind of wanted to move into it. Sure. Um, just because that's I wanted point. to be in an industry that's not going to be famished by recent dates where I feel like First American Tile, all their back-end work is going to be like outsourced at some point. Mm. Um, maybe IT is the same way, but sales is hard to outsource. Um, something else I wanted to kind of talk about um, since we're on this topic as well is just like uh, maybe some advice and the pitfalls to avoid for people maybe who are struggling with stuff like this with, that we've been doing. Mm-hmm. I worked a job, like I said, for six years that I didn't enjoy I don't like I enjoyed the benefits of what came with it. I met some great friends. I had some parties with buddies. I made like multiple lifelong friends. It's gotten me, you know, some career awesome things that happened. But like for the moment I started, I don't know if I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Ever for a moment. Um, You're only finding the positives in a silver lining situation because that's just what you wanted to see. That's what you hold on to. That's what keeps you like. Oh, but I have this in this position, right. you know. And the, so, and the, and the it's not total fulfillment. And I think I was so young and didn't understand how corps work. But what they do great in these Fortune 100 companies, they offer you a nugget, and it's just enough to feed you, but never ever feel full or like like that was enough. You're always like grasping for more, and I think. If you're a young man and the company is promising you something and they're only giving you bits and pieces of it and it's not in an industry you don't really want to be in, it's time to move. Mm -hmm. Because they're really truly just kind of stringing you along where they're not really investing in you and they're not really giving you what you want, but they don't want to lose you. So what they're doing is they're like, you want a $20,000 raise. It's essentially, it's easier to keep you than it is to train someone else. Right. They're like, oh, we're not going to give you, we're not giving raises this year, of course. Again, we're not getting raises, but we'll give you more vacation time and $5,000. And you're like, okay, I guess it was more than whatever. Like, you need to find a new job. Because they're not willing to grow unless there's like i mean you have to be in a very specific situation of course i'm just talking for myself like i wasn't in golf if i was in the golfing industry i probably would have been part of that still because it's something i'm passionate about Mm -hmm. i also think like me and you have talked about that if you're young and you don't want to go to college just get an internship somewhere sure everywhere it's going to give you an internship like for free and that doesn't matter you're 18 19 20 like just see if if you have an internship and talk to your parents and see if you can just do that for free and live at home. Some people don't have the luxury of that, but you can say that's that's my college education because right now in these industries, if they're it's a lot more specialized. Right. And people aren't like, let's say I'm a college student in marketing. I, don't, I have never worked in marketing, but I have a marketing degree from Long Beach. Back in the day, that marketing degree meant more to someone who's been working in marketing for three years. Nowadays, I bet you that if you got handed two applications... It would be really interesting to see what people would pick. If you got handed two applications, sure. and one was just a marketing degree from Long Beach, and the other one has four-plus years of marketing experience, and they're the same age, they're the same person. 
Just one's worked in marketing and one's got a college degree. My take? Yeah. I'm taking the experience. I'm taking the experience. Because it's applicable. It's like doing exact, and then they know how to make it successful already. Right. I, I think. You don't have to go through the trial and error situation anymore. That's just me as if I were to hire. Right. That, I don't that was, think those a my college options. education anymore for like degrees of business administration, which I have. Um, hotel management, like, you know, whatever <clears throat> that you don't need like education for. Doctor, go to school. Like engineer, go to school. Like all that stuff. I get that you have to have an education sure. for. But if you're doing communications, like let's just move on. It's just a good way to, of of uh, fast tracking your career and getting those reps, getting it, through that and rather, breaking through a little bit earlier potentially. I just rather have someone have work experience. I think that would be something I would have give advice to my young son would be just go intern, dude. It's also I think it's a really good way to find what you like and find what you're good at quicker and faster. Right. Because good at and the idea of like, oh, I love real estate. No, no, no. Like, I'm really good at talking to people. Yeah. I'm really good at organization. I'm not so great at email writing. I'm not so great at this. Mm -hmm. And you try to like find a job where they have enough good for you that maybe lines up with an industry that works out. Yeah. That's exactly it. Because I feel like whenever I was asked, well, what industry or what do you want to do? What Actually, more specifically, what job do you see yourself doing? Right. That's more like, what do you see your career path? And it's like, well, who knows? I don't know. Like, right. I have no... I still, there are, I still have no there clue. Have, there's so many career paths out. You have no idea unless, again, mm-hmm. you are going to school for a doctor, engineer, you whatever. know, biologist, whatever it is, and you need to go to school for that. Right. I'm talking just every day, just, you know, you, your non-specific school situations. I know a guy who sells rubber and makes a killing. It's like, crazy. You don't really know. Like, but when someone says, go find, go do something you love, and you're like, well, I love golf. How do I do something like that? Maybe they're talking about, go do something that you love to do, like talking. I love mm-hmm. talking to people. I love making people smile. I love the feeling I get when I serve somebody a dish. Mm-hmm. I, and maybe not so much, well, I love video games. I have to do something in video games. Okay, well, maybe it's the team aspect you're after. Maybe it's the competitive right. as, uh, like aspect you need to you're be after. Like, you need to be a, you want to be a team manager. Maybe it's, you know, it's sports and you have to be in sports because it's just what you breathe. Or you want to be a manager or a management or right. you like being whatever. Or you like being stable and having work from home right it's just you like, love it you like you know i my favorite i thrive in is like working from home right like maybe someone says that then you need to find a job that is never moving and you were 100 percent working from yeah. home full-time and just try it out for a year and you're like you know what i don't like it i liked aspects of working from home mm-hmm. that's what I'm, that's what i think we're trying to say is that like just and it's not like a new like you know a it's new not a idea. revelation of whatever they right. were that we're talking about here, but it's something that we always struggled with, like trying to find like what would be something that we could go do or be successful at, and it's like just getting a situation or position in yeah. any of those like strengths or fields and maybe moving in that direction and uh, progressing. And you said you know you're a bit in the cabbage with the feeling like it's you. And I would say it's definitely not you, buddy. You know how great you are as a person. It's the, they're, I think they're trying to tell you just to be patient 
and that's all you hear. And it gets really fucking boring when people keep telling you to be patient when you don't yeah. have the funds to be patient anymore. Like yeah, like I want to get things going. Like life needs to progress, and without that dollar bill, it gets a lot harder. Especially in California, like yeah. I can be patient in Tallahassee. Like I can't be patient. It's just so a very fair. It's just a very I, fair. Like point. where am I? Like patient for what? For like taxes just to get higher? Like I, I don't. I don't I'm playing against the clock here. It's inflation. Have, it's right. rates for homes. It's what, and then you know whatever you get older. And then there's other things that are going on with uh, you know. I, Kate and I would maybe want a dog or a pet. Mm. It's like ooh, or like a like even like. Um, you know, just like a car, your car breaks down. It's like, ooh, that's tough. That sets us way back, like way back. You and know, I think like people get so fat, like off money over here. When they do reach that, they for maybe they don't forget, but they forget that hurt of like, man, do I have to go fix my car, or can I just like keep driving yeah. it for like three or four more months, and yeah. maybe like this money magically just appears sure. in my pocket? So, I mean, obviously, this is something where we're talking for people that are hopefully gaining and like early thirties, look looking for a yeah, new career, and looking and to progress and progression hungry, will come. Just hungry keep for more. Out. Yeah, it was just a thought that just popped it in, in, it, into buddy. my head. Love and uh, one, just be patient, huh? <laughs> yeah, dude. I feel you know, and it's funny too because you were saying that a bunch because you were working the first American job, and I first remember you hearing that. Right. Or I first remember hearing that from you, and I'm like, dude, you're twenty. Six, like you gotta relax, dude. But that was because it was after two to three years of you grinding, and that's all you do, and right. you're putting in hundred hour work week or sorry work periods. Mm -hmm. And I guess maybe that patience uh, it runs a little thin, just like anything I else. If you're if you're point. doing it for a while, yeah. I can see why that's fast tracked. And I felt like I finally had that two to three year cycle that I've been going through. And right. I'm like, okay, but yeah, now I'm, you know, I'm going to be 30 next year. Yeah, I know, but I've been doing this for a couple of years and I feel like I have a lot of skills and a lot to offer right. people, but it's not clicking just yet. So, uh, I heard the patient and you're young and I was, I kind of thought of when you used to talk about that and when we used to talk about that before. Yeah. Cause and it's so funny. Cause I, I'm, and I had, you know, we're not that far apart in age by any means, but, it seems like uh, in my friend group that I'm currently in, I'm always hitting a different stage of life before everybody else. And then I feel like people are like, wow, you're crazy. Like my family, even like my younger brother, or my, you know, Mikey's my younger cousin, which is funny to say, but he is. Um, they've experienced so much life and I feel like sometimes that they don't know exactly what I'm going for, through mm -hmm. because I'm older or I've hit a different level of experience where sometimes where i talk about stuff like like i was saying like patience like that's so annoying and you're like yeah you're only 26 25 or whatever and i was at it for it's like yeah but i've worked i've been working an internship job working this job for four years now right and i feel like millennials are like oh it's time and people are like be patient it's like no i'm like four years of working for somebody there should be some returns sorry yeah. like there should be something that i should be able to stamp on and so that's why i'm saying like don't don't fall for the crumbs anymore. Like stand yeah. up. Like you did a great job with First American leaving. Within a year, you saw where that thing was going. You said no, thank you. And it you was went, it was brutal, right? Because uh, yeah, I felt like I was able to offer 
much more and I was willing to offer more and like take another position, take on more responsibility. And they didn't see that in me. So maybe they didn't see that in me right away at that moment, but I didn't feel that. Right. You know what I mean? I didn't feel that right then and there. And again, I just I, I happened to be offered, you know, a job um, interview and blah, blah, blah. And it just worked out that way. And I said, you know what? I'm just going to try my luck over here instead. Which has been working out great so far. So far. So um, anyways, dude, I hope, um, hope I, I like that talk. Um, it helped me out, too, because it's just uh, I thought it was kind of comical and funny because I had that situation where we right. talked where we talked about it like three, four years ago. And I gave you the same advice. And I said, dude, you're 25, 26. Like, chill. And right. I didn't understand why you felt like that until I actually just experienced it myself. I was like, I get it. I get it because you're putting so much into it. I get it because you are getting people that are telling you you're doing well all the time. And then Nothing it's, happens it's the same. It. It's the same thing. It's the right. same thing. It's the same. Th- and so um, and you're hoping someone just like reaches down and like grabs you by your hand and you're like come with me and you just somehow magically become rich and it's not and that's what it feels like it feels like it has to happen that way it's just not coming but sure you know what when you drown your sorrows in golf all weekend too watching the wgc which is an absolute treat what a treat it is dude um why don't you go ahead and break down the for the the ladies and the gentlemen on here, how bad I did and how great, you know. <laughs> you, okay, and you I, I was going to say just okay. Um, if you bet with us, Lord have mercy on your bank account. My yeah, God, you saw no rough. you saw no returns there. Real rough from your boy. We I think I won one match. Three, six, nine. I think I went one and eight. Dude, it was brutal. Not even like draws. Not even draws. We're not gonna we're not gonna touch on our bets all too much, but we again grabbed one of the players from the top, middle, and bottom third of like the player rankings. And uh, you know, you had you had Will, you had Christian Bazadenhut, and you also had Sahit Sahit Tagala. And like, dude, they was it was tough. None of them finished like higher than like third in their pool. Um, so we didn't score that very well. We just broke it up into sixteenths. Um, so if you're fourth and you're, you know, minus 16 off 64 be 48 and, you know, you kind of do the math from there. Um, I snagged Brian Harmon. Thank goodness. He actually got second in his pool. Kevin Kisner got, um, uh, believe third. And then, um, I really thought Jordan Spieth was going to make it out of, uh, the pool play. Which is crazy. Um, yeah, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't see a lot of his, uh, his matches there. First match, but again, he unstoppable. Yeah. I know he he's he's played there well in the past. You know, yeah, that's kind so of like Kevin Kisner. He's yeah. wearing moon shoes to putt. So, so, so that's yeah, never well, a good, I saw that. What the heck was going on there? That's never it's a like, good sign when like, man's breaking out moon shoes to putt. He, I'm pretty sure that's it, like a like a batting cage baseball. Yeah, like learn how to like keep your balance. Half. Like what? What are we yeah, doing? Like, here? like a like softball a, batting cage. Yeah, it was crazy. So you're currently in 36th place overall, like for average picks in your. Uh, you're sitting at forty sixth, so we so got a little bit 10. of a little bit of a separation here. That's but fine. I'm going to blow you out of the Masters, which we'll cover next week. We'll give you our picks. We'll hopefully get the episode out early Thursday, so maybe you could ride with us a bit better. Better. Um, I thought the WGC overall is like one of my favorite golf tournaments to watch again. I mean, the final day was Rory McIlroy versus Sky Scheffler and Sam Burns versus, versus Cam Young. Cam Young. Which was super fun. Sam Burns played out of his mind. I mean, out of his mind. 
Cam Young stud, no chance. I think that man made like 40 foot of putt on like four holes or something. Yeah, dude, it was ridiculous. Dropping in putt after putt after putt. Ball striking just as pure as ever. 320 down the middle. Commanding. Right into the green. Commanding control. And right. um, his birdie rate on the weekend was 42%. That's insane. Let that sink in. How many He is birdieing like 40% of the holes that he plays. That's crazy. That's absolutely right. We were watching crazy. it. We yes. were watching that together, and it was forty-one, forty-two, something right. like that. And we were looking at. I would. They did a great job um, breaking down how likely putts were made from a certain percentage of feet. I love match play, right? Because you also get to follow the entire groups, right? They break down everything for you. They. It's how to exploit the other player, how to think through a situation. Did he hit up And also, to build on your point about the putting percentages, and I'm going to let you take it away from there. I don't remember the exact percentages, so you might have to help me out with it. Mm-hmm. But I think it was cool just to see the percentages because I think this is, like again, false baseball knowledge that people should be reining in 15-footers uphill, left to right breaks. You're making that like less than forty or thirty percent of the time. Yeah, it's like thirty percent. Yeah, and you're not a professional golfer. Tour pros. Yeah, so like you're making that fifteen percent of the time. It's the same thing like baseball. If you are batting three hundred for your career for fourteen seasons, you are in the Hall of Fame. That's crazy. Getting a hit thirty percent of the time, you're in the Hall of Fame. That's so it's just unreal. like it's one of those things. Again, it's it's setting the expectations mm. and draining putts like that. It's just really fun because you have a guy that is 22 feet away from the hole that has a 26% chance of making the putt. And then you got the guy that's putting 12 feet away because it's match play. They're both putting for birdie. You got a guy that's 12 feet away. That's got a 48 per, or like 47% chance of making right, it. Right. So then you got to be more aggressive. But it was just super fun to watch. Shout out to WGC. Um, what a fun tournament. I really hope they bring it back. Yeah. they need Someone needs to pick it up and just make it better. Just don't make it in March. It's really that simple. Find another um, Pete Dye course and don't make it in March. And, and get the same guys there and advertise it a bit better. Like you don't know what's going Like You don't know what's going on. Like I like people don't know this tournament. It's like a bracket style March Madness for golf. What's not to like about it? The betting's awesome. The odds are better. Um, it's super fun. But hey, buddy, let's run off this podcast here um, with our three worst. The hot topic everyone wants to know about. We got a doozy for you guys. We're got restaurant chains. Maybe where I need to start working if this next shop doesn't work out. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna go. So ahead. we're gonna we're gonna actually um, I'm gonna give a little bit more background here. So we're not talking like fast food. No, not McDonald's, not Chipotle. So we're going more like sit down chain restaurant where someone is taking your order and you have a hostess and that kind of situation. So totally. just to kind of set the scene a little bit for our picks here and what me, what realm uh, of restaurant we're we're living in. Let me go first here. Okay, lay it on this me is here, the absolute dog. right list. And if there's anything wavering from this. You're incorrect. And I feel like the people rally behind me on these three worst, the more and more I listen to these, I feel like more and more people are like, Andrew is crazy. Have you gotten that vibe? Um, 
Well, I will have to say there are a couple of really uh, bad picks by me going to the general public. And I understand, and I feel like I cover it pretty well, mm-hmm. especially when I put root beer on like one of my like yeah, three words. It's just a bad. I understand that. I love, and I, I and I get it. I love that for and you. And I am Don't, just ranking, right. and I for me, for you me, have, you have to do. I gotta it. have my list. Right, that's your beauty, and, and I, I love under, that for and you. I understand where I I'm think, coming from. I'm not resonating with everyone, right. and I get it. Right, and I get it. <laughs> I just Rupert love that you I just, I, <laughs> <laughs> I just love that it, it feels my fire betting so bad that at least I can make a three worst list. Um, I'm gonna give an honorable <laughs> mention something that we don't normally do, but this shout out to this restaurant, not a shout out, shout out, not a shout out to BJ's. I think the only thing good at BJ's is Whoa. a is a and if you go to BJ's for your date night. Regular, regularly, we got issues. Unless you're telling me I'm going for a bazooki, then I understand. That is a wild take. Um, I thought there could have been way other restaurants, so uh, many other I restaurants just, out there. You're right. There's way worse restaurants. I just, every time I go, why is it so busy? Why is, it ex- why is it so expensive? Why is it so expensive? And why does the food always suck and eat salt? Like, it's always those options. And then the pizookie comes, and you're like, you know what? It wasn't too bad. Because <laughs> the pizookie slaps. Um, that's I still my think you're mention. wrong. I still think you're... Oh, honor, oh I thought that was so, third no, no, slot. No, 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 no. That's, that's my mention. bad. That's my bad. Okay. Shout out, not shout out on the... I, I missed it. Sorry. Right. That's I okay. Was, Running was... on my three spots, Applebee's. Okay. Applebee's, no good. Yeah. I've eaten there once. It's nothing special. It's like a Chili's, but worse. I don't know what it's like. Who goes to Applebee's? Okay, and it looks like a preschooler decided to draw a restaurant, and now you have Applebee's. It's just again, I'm not fighting this. Number at all. three, I think it was my least pick. favorite pick. These next two ones, I feel, could be interchangeable, and I feel very passionate about this. So buckle in. Number two hurts me to put there because I want to put it at number one. I have number two, Olive Garden. <laughs> what an the, awful establishment. The, Murder they do to Italian food is un unholy. <laughs> it's I was thinking the same thing, but I was I was letting you go for it. I was gonna say that. <laughs> not okay. If your favorite Italian food is Olive Garden, you haven't had Italian food. We don't need to be friends. If you need to go to have unlimited breadsticks and salad at that trash establishment, you don't need to be friends with me because i don't understand it's all bad you never leave there thinking mm, i feel good you never leave there like have, oh, that, was a have good you choice. ever taken a bite of pasta and been like i mean this is halfway decent right i'm not even saying like oh this is like oh, it's pretty good right i'm it's, not even saying that dude it right. is just it's trash, trash it's all trash it's so bad like you trash. can't even finish the pasta in the pasta sauce, like, and they just give you like a spoon of like meat sauce on right. top. And it's, it's like, like, what are we doing? <laughs> fish in the I literally just get water noodles <laughs> and loose ass meat sauce on top. Yeah, what are we doing? If you can't finish your pasta sauce, your pasta and your pasta sauce, you're not an Italian restaurant. I've, I, I'm. I guess you can tell how uh, passionate we are because we are just. 
ripping on the red decibels yeah, over there. Right. We are bla- we are We're, messing up these people's ear- ears. Is my old, <laughs> sorry, my sorry old, you guys. <laughs> my old coworker uh, loved Olive Garden, and she would drown her pasta in Alfredo sauce. This is all catering, so it's like even worse. It's all separated, and she would, and she would wash it all down with two cokes. And I thought to myself, "Wowie, that must hurt." <laughs> <laughs> That's an impressive lady right there. Number one, I don't understand. I've never even eaten there, and I never will. As um, a stance, I will take is Red Lobster. Okay, if you can eat seafood. In the middle of Ohio, that's a lobster. I don't trust you. And the best thing you have to offer is a biscuit. At least Olive Garden has salad and breadsticks. Yeah, but the salad's pretty weak, though, dude. Yeah, I know. But, like, (laughs) cheddar cheese biscuits. I don't love biscuits that much to begin with. Let alone, like, cheddar cheese is going to save them for me. It's not. It's not a. It's not anything to write home about. Right. It's, it's cheddar got, cheese. I got a lobster and a cheddar cheese biscuit. And, mm, that was great from Ohio, Cleveland. Like no, thank you. I'm out. That's my top three and my honorable mention, buddy. What do you got for this me? This is this is going to be the most in agreement that we can ever be in. I would say. Right. Um, you know, I feel like the people out there know where we stand, and we kind of went into a little bit more of a spiel. We cook. We love food. Right. If we are going somewhere to spend. Just say like an individual entree night. You maybe get a drink, whatever. You go hang out. You're making it a thing. We are not really going to a lot of these places. So like, you know, this no. is probably going to be the most agreements that we ever are in. But it's fun to pick uh, our bones with a couple of these. Right. And um, should I give a little honorable mention here? If you have one. I just don't. I just so was against BJ's that I gave one. If you got one for me that you really stands out, you wish you could put in the list, let me know. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to. The one is not on my list that you had, which I could easily put on there because you were given some really good reasonings for it. Um, But I'm going to go for maybe a little bit of like an unpopular situation because I feel like I'm really good at those and Mm -hmm. it's always in the arsenal. Honorable mention here. And it's going to be an honorable mention because I feel like people go to it too often. Okay. So it's not really me. I don't see why people go to it. Right. It's like your BJ's pick, mm-hmm. and I'm going to the Cheesecake Factory. Awful thick. <laughs> you like the Cheesecake Factory? <laughs> I don't understand why it's the so root popular. Beer, the root beer of the Cheesecake Factory slaps. One. You're hanging on to just root beer, my the, guy. The bread my slaps. My guy. The bread slaps. Again. They do BJ food better. That's it. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. Mm-hmm. But at least the BJ's has like the sports atmosphere and it's maybe a little more fun. Cheesecake Factory is sit down, right. really proper meal. Right. I am never, I don't want to go there for like a really nice and I can get, meal. I can get that for sure. And so that's my, I wanted to put maybe like a BJ's or something it's like a that good, in it, that situation. Right. I don't understand. And I, there's, again, not a lot of quarrel with cheesecake. I just don't understand why it's so popular. Right. Like, why is there an. 45 minute wait for the cheesecake factory. Yeah, the spectrum it's like a 2 hour wait. That's I don't I, get that either. So that that was my right. argument. That and was that was re- more of something I wanted to highlight. Right. Also these restaurants, BJ's and Cheesecake Factory had a heavy fall off like 5 or 6 years ago. 5 or 6 years ago those places were kind of banging. Sure. 
Like sure, but like now it's like I think it has I to do hurts. with it's as maybe how global or like you know domestic right. these like brands are. It's hard to stay true. It's hard to get the pricing right. Maybe it's hard to whatever right. whatever it is. They fell off and they're really off the uh, the wagon a bit for me. Give me so three again, here. that's I. It's not. I get it. It's a good pick, buddy. It's an honorable mention. It's right. more. I would say not really. You get reamed for it, but I appreciate it. It's not my fourth slot. It's more of something I wanted to throw out there. Right. You just want to throw some extra hate out there. That was it. I get that. So I'm not waiting for a Cheesecake Factory. Right. End of story. <laughs> Thirds, we have a very, very similar list, my guy. Number three is my Applebee's. Again, yeah. it's a worse Chili's. And again, I think Chili's really does have a little bit of a leg up on the situation because you go for a little bit of like a happy hour and like it's kind of like they got some decent things going on. It's not great, but like it's, it's better so than it's, Applebee's. It's better than Applebee's. Right. So that's why it's in my three slot right there. Nothing to argue with. Not really. I'm never going to it. Pass it. I don't even know whether it's one I anymore. Yeah, I don't, I don't they think might they, be out of business. I don't think they. I don't think they exist. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, in my two slot here, um, this is a place, and I'm gonna say recently because again, it just haunts me because it was mm-hmm. like four years ago. <laughs> wow, is that long ago? Been there like once, twice, and like have never ever looked back and never plan on going back. Um, and that's Outback Steakhouse. Oh my God, dude! What are these lists, buddy? Outback Steakhouse is boo boo trash now, but back in the day, the mac and cheese. Okay, I didn't go to mac. I didn't go to Outback Steakhouse back in the day, dude. Bloomin' Onion. Bloomin' Onion is great. I'm gonna say maybe that's the only <laughs> thing. Have you gotten a steak there? No, I never get a steak. I was a kid. I was rocking with my dad and, and my okay, stepmom. Okay, see, it's a nostalgic thing for you, right? Back in that, and I was rocking with my dad and my stepmom. That ain't me. That ain't me. We used to get I king ex- crab legs and steak. Okay, keep and going. And onion. Keep going. Have your moment here, <laughs> so I so I can just poop all over it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, okay. I mean, no, 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 nostalgia. Totally. It has nostalgia for me. I think for a lot of people, the mac and cheese still bangs there, though. Okay. And the Again, salad's not too bad either. I'm your boy lactose intolerant. Right. And the season's, I think the salad's like ranch. So you're not going to eat anything from Outback. It's tough. Right. I don't know. Right. Also, I do love a really good steak. I am a firm believer in never really buying a steak if I don't really have to. like you, It's I will, really got to be an amazing steak. I gotta, I'm gotta. i going and looking at anything else on the menu, and the steak is probably the last thing that I'm going for because I just think I can make a better steak. Mm-hmm. It's not a lot of hate, but it's also the most priced item. It is also the most expensive. So this is why I got my quarrel with Outback Steakhouse is that I'm not going to go into Outback Steakhouse and drop 35 or $40 for me individually on a meal Totally. For an Outback Steakhouse, and that totally. is my that is my argument. That makes because there are plenty of other ones on here that are I would say potentially worse, mm-hmm. but they don't cost and break the bank. Right, and that is why Outback Steakhouse value wise for me is, is that they do not deliver on that end of like the protein on the shrimp on any of that kind of sorts for the price, and I understand. The Bloomin' Onion, because it hits. The Bloomin' Onion's all time. It's ridiculous. It's really good. I'm just talking, how can you... I, I just cannot get myself to do that at Outback Steakhouse. And totally. they just really do the protein so poorly. Right. And that's what they are supposed to be claiming to be amazing at. Throw a couple of shrimps on the bobby. Dude. And it just doesn't <laughs> resonate for me. So that's, 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 that's my two. 
And we all know where we're going here. It's Olive Garden, number one. Great, number one. Olive just, Garden. Hey, shout your boy. Awful. Don't be a restaurant anymore. Just stop being a restaurant because Italian people should revolt and fight you. So I think it's a great. I know, it's it, dude. It's just, worse, it's just bad. So just don't ever go there and say, "Oh, I really like the food," or "That's really good, authentic Italian food." Oh, stop! So bad. Stop. It's like saying Panda Express is authentic Chinese food. Stop what you're doing. It's like you. <laughs> it's like the equivalent. Um, awesome podcast, buddy. Um, you know, of course, our shoutouts will um, will be in the description of our episodes. Mm-hmm. Hopefully one day I get this video working. Maybe I'll do that after the wedding because I'll have a bit more time. Maybe dive into that a bit more. But for now, it's just going to be audio for a bit longer. Um, You got anything for the people? Bringing it back really quickly to the tournament I played in today. I'm rocking a little, uh, if this clip is in there, or if it's Photoshopped, video ends up getting out there. Shout out a little Travis Matthews, uh, Fresh Start Polo. And, uh, wow, what an amazing time. Thank you, Sherry, for that, uh, for my boy. Can't wait to be out there next year. hey Put me on with a pro football player. Be awesome. Um, you know we're in the cabbage. And just a reminder, keep swinging. <laughs>